Hi, this is Vanessa. Today is Tuesday here in Houston. Uh, Tuesday, June 12th. 12th, yes. Um, we were actually out in Austin for the weekend <clears throat> for the Real Estate Expo. The Real Estate Wealth Expo. And we had an amazing time. Uh, they had great speakers out there, networking opportunities. It was just an amazing event. The speakers were great. They had, wow, phenomenal speakers. Um, Tony Robbins was there. Uh, Pitbull. Um, Damon from Shark Tank was also there. And it was just awesome people, awesome speakers, real estate experts and business experts. Um, but the whole event was just an, an awesome awesome event and whenever you guys have an opportunity to go to one of these real estate expos it's just a great experience so um i was able to record a little bit of tony robbins's uh session he, it was a four-hour session unfortunately when i was recording some of the bits and pieces they they didn't stick so they didn't get saved so I did put together a 40 uh, a 40 minute um, audio from four hours so either way any information from him just is, is great so I hope you guys enjoyed this audio and um, I love uh, the way he speaks he's a he's he says he's not a motivational speaker he's more of a strategist is what he is on business on life a life coach he's a life coach um on anything pretty much he just he he's great at figuring things out and then um pitbull was there as well and i love pitbull's um i guess testimony or his 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 story he is where he is right now and a point on in his life where everything is is going for him because he persevered um he's he went through a lot of things from childhood on out through his life and he managed to get into the mentality a strong mentality of i'm gonna get through this and i'm gonna do it and he did it and he is everywhere now he went like he said from miami to being worldwide and he's everywhere he's international and it's for the simple fact that he made a choice and he stuck to that choice of I'm gonna I'm gonna do this I'm not gonna give up and he didn't and he made it through and so he if you ever get a chance I have um, his video on Instagram my Instagram is Vanessa Villatoro the number one um, for Instagram so if you want to see a little bit of that video you can go on there I think it's on there because I was recording live and then the Tony Robbins sessions portions that are not on my on the audio here will be in video on my Facebook which is Alicia Vanessa that's my Facebook uh, page if you guys want to go in and view a little bit of the audio I mean video so I'll leave it at that um, again it's mentality motivation you got to motivate yourself sometimes we fall into holes sometimes we have things in the way of our in our paths that, that we're not comfortable with but the main thing to do is just 
you know we gotta acknowledge the problem the issue whatever it is deal with it and move on move on because you either can do something or you cannot and you just need to acknowledge that and keep moving forward sometimes there's other people that we can't even we can't we can't do anything for them you know and I mean we just gotta focus on what needs focus on the present but also you know have your goals and move towards those goals keep that mentality of I'm gonna do what I need to do in order to get to where I need to be period and so um, Tony Robbins is great at helping so if you ever get the chance to listen to any other Tony Robbins audios or even books his books are great I definitely recommend that you you should follow whatever he teaches you because he's a great teacher so i'm gonna leave it at that and hope you enjoy these audios make sure you give us a like and favorite us that way you can listen to us in the future bye we have to have the understanding that we're all but in addition to understanding the second step of mastering anything you want to drop down is emotional mastery Emotional mastery is what's missing between what you're doing on the stage and what's going to happen when you're out in the real world. Because intellectually, I'm sure they can explain things to you in a way you understand. I know some of them have a limited time actually invested in a course or something that would deepen smart things to do, like they have percent on a master. But even when you get the course, the real thing is what's going to happen to you emotionally. Where is fear and where is guilt? Where is fear and where is the desire or the hunger or the drive? These are the things that are going to control your life. So when you're mastering something, you got to first kind of get it down, just enough repetition to understand it. And some things you understand right away. In fact, my goal today is to primarily deliver to you common sense. But you know, have you ever noticed common sense is not common? <laughs> like getting people to follow through. And so one of the things I'm trying to do is keep it as simple as possible so you'll actually use it. Because write this down if you want. Execution. Just put, when you think about everything, it's not what you know. Knowledge is not power. Execution is power, true? Yeah. Like you can leave people with a ton of knowledge and you're all pumped up, but that's not going to change your life. It's a step. You got to make sure you link enough emotion to it with enough repetition so that when things get tough, it's still good. And we've all say, ah. That's the emotion consequences. Like you could say, I know if I jump over that fence, there's a dog there, then I might get bit. But if you've never jumped over the fence and had your ass bit, you have more than just an understanding, don't you? You have an experience that has emotional behind it, and you want to make that decision next time, you're going to think differently. Same thing happens when you're rewarded for something. You do it really well, you get a big reward. Your brain wants to remember it, because it wants to have more of those rewards. So we need that emotional repetition, and if you've never been with me in the seminar, how many of you this is your first live seminar? Fresh meat, I love this shit. How many of you something like this for our curious? Well, if you want, you see this jumping and stuff, which is, you know, Bill's a dear friend of mine, so he's got to put that stuff in this hole and enter the hole. But the reason we're doing that is not to be all pumped up. The reason we're doing this is because energy is what's going to determine whether you follow through or not. And if you're in low energy when you're learning, then that gets linked to what you're learning without you realizing it. And so later on, we think about doing it, but yeah, we really should do this. But you don't actually follow through. So we've got to get that emotion in there. And emotion is created by emotion, as you're going to discover today. I've worked with so many great athletes and billionaire entrepreneurs, and with 
all of them. They do the same thing. But when the lawyers, they have all these guys injured, they're a police gun, turn them around, things don't look good. It's all about how you produce that. So we need to produce that, and the motion will do it. But thirdly, the ultimate goal is enough competition with enough emotion that it gets in your body. Where you literally have what I would call physical magic. Where you're just doing it. You don't have to think about it. It's consistent. How many of you have something in your life that other people think it's hard to do, but you've done it so many times that for you it's freaking easy, right? It's not hard at all. You're pretty masterful at it. How many can relate to this in some area of your life? Say I. I. You get to that level. Now you put all your focus Wait, into the other things, yeah, and what needs well. to be done just happens. That's the goal. So that's my four-day version. I'm going to do a compressed version here about the lesson four hours for all of us, and bring you some things that I know historically could change anybody's life. It's not that you need to change your life, it'll be you. But if we do the right things, the one thing that'll change your life is a decision that you act on. And so if nothing else, you don't want to leave you with more knowledge alone. We're going to leave you with some decisions that are real for you that will change the quality of your life. And I'm going to kind of guide you you can make your own decisions, but to show you where that place can have the biggest impact. Just because I've done this for 41 years, my 41st year doing it, I started when I used to be, of course. <laughs> but you get the sense, all right? So if, hey, what's that? <laughs> Here's what looks like that. If we're going to get the greatest result possible out of this day, we don't want to have what's happened traditionally, there's no chair up there, to most people, which is most of you in this room grew up in a 20th century school. True? Yeah. And what did you learn in 20th century school since you were this tall? The bell rings and you were trained, when the bell rings, what are you supposed to do? Report to your position, to your desk, and what are you supposed to do? Start making shit happen, talking to people? No, when the bell rings, what are you supposed to do? Sit down and shut up. Shut up. Don't talk to your neighbor. Well, if you're in business today, you don't talk to your neighbor. You're out of business. Who's with me here? Say hi. Hi. If you sit down and just shut up, you're not going to have any initiation. Maybe someone tell you what to do. Your competition leads you alive. So if we're going to have a different quality of life, get out of that. And all of us were trained to do this. Even now, you're being very kind. Texas kind to me. I feel it. You're smiling. You're there. You're smiling. You're still very kind to me. I feel like very sweet. I really appreciate it. Some of you are smiling, but you're also passive because that's how you've been trained to learn. And the problem with passive learning is the state you're in when you're learning gets linked to what you're learning. So if I'm sitting here in my chair and I'm listening here, I'm in this room, and I'm going, this is really useful, or that could change my business, or damn, he has big teeth. Whatever you're thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're thinking, even if you're having a good time, well, yeah, that's good, yeah. I gotta do that. Yeah, I gotta do that. And then later on, when you're gonna do it, your nervous system will be like, yeah, we should really do this shit. Yeah. And you won't. Who knows what I'm talking about? That sounds like, that sounds like Junior. It's like an energy to it. If you're willing to, we're gonna use our bodies. You're gonna so move. All we're learning, we're gonna peak state. In a peak state, we'll get peak performance. Even if you're the smartest in the world, if you're in a lousy state, you're gonna perform in a lousy way. How many know what I'm talking about here? Say hi. Hi. So, Let's talk about one thing before we get there, which is the essence of this, energy. How important is high energy to growing your business, to having a great relationship intimately, to being a great parent, to being a great lover, to make good money? Where would you put high energy and its importance on a zero to ten scale, where zero is not involved, ten is the most important, where would you put it? Eleven. How many think it's at least eight or above? How many think it's a nine? Eleven. How many think it's a ten or above? I think see it as a temper up because without the energy, you're just not going to follow through. And listen, execution trumps knowledge every day of the week. There's some people with very little knowledge, but they act on the little bit of knowledge they get and they figure it out. 
they iterate, they change their approach. And those are the ones that succeed. So we gotta get ourselves from a learning passive mode to the active, I'm learning, so I'm gonna use this mode. And when we do that, we need that energy. By the way, does your energy affect a relationship, any relationship? Yeah. Does it affect your intimate relationship? Yeah. If you're doing great work and you're miserable at home, you're miserable. <laughs> There's only so much you can get out of work by itself, true? So watch. What if you have two human beings that totally, completely adore and love each other? Really do. They both adore and love each other, and their energy in their life is super high. High energy people, they take care of themselves, and whenever they're together, they're just super high energy. What kind of relationship they're going to have? Good, okay, amazing, passionate, extraordinary. What would you say? It's going to be passionate, it's going to be extraordinary. True? Yeah. Come watch. Just think about it. Same two people love each other just as much. No less love. But the shit going on in their life, and they're a bit exhausted, and they got three kids, and they're both working multiple jobs, and their energy has dropped, not towards each other, they still love each other, but their energy in life has dropped to a place we might call good, or what women sometimes call fine. How much do we eat? <laughs> Too much. 
more than you can possibly consume, right? And then you can't eat another cup, we always say, oh, I will never eat again. And then somebody goes, pumpkin pie, and you go, okay. <laughs>
about him not taking care of his family. And the meaning he gave it was that he's worthless. I know that because he spoke it out loud. And once you have meaning, jot this down, meaning equals emotion. Meaning equals emotion, and emotion equals life. The quality of your life is where you live emotionally. If you've got a billion dollars at your disposal, it's your money. But every day, you live in an emotional home. We all have an emotional home, a place we find a way to get back to. And it isn't always a good place. It's like, how many of you see people in places like, let's say, New Orleans or New country, where every two years, a cyclone comes, the river rises, it wipes out everything they got, they cry, they die, and then they go back and do it again. How many of you think, move? What's wrong with these people? And it's always easier to see with other people than ourselves. And the most powerful place most of us don't move from is we don't realize we have an emotional home. No matter where you live. People live in a certain part of the country, they just, that's all they know, and they go back to it, even though it's not great. They can easily move. Or not easily, but they can still do it. It's a lot easier to move. They go through that shit for a second time or a third time, and yet most of them don't. Same way human beings who get frustrated all the time keep going back to frustration. Because even if they don't like it, it's what they know. Or you keep going to an abusive relationship because it's what you know. Or you keep getting right near the edge of succeeding and you pull back and sabotage because it's what you know. So I'm here today to say to you, my friends, if you're not watching when we wake up, we can make a move. We can make a move in your emotional home, which means you don't have to leave the location, you just gotta upgrade the emotions that you use. Because if every day you got three beautiful children that love you and a great husband and wife that adores you and beautiful friends, but the place you live emotionally all day long is frustrated and worried, your life is called frustrating worry. It doesn't matter when you've got a beautiful family. It doesn't matter if you have love. It doesn't matter if you've got a billion dollars. This is the whole game. How many follow us? Say, ah. So the three decisions is, what am I going to focus on? What does it mean? Which brings an emotion. Out of that emotion, what am I going to do? And what do you do is where the results of your life come from. Those three decisions are everything. We change those decisions, it will change completely. Let me give you a quick example. I want to give you an example, and if you would, I'd like you to be honest with this with yourself, especially because I'm nobody, I'm going to go away. You're not. And the truth will set you what? Free. So let's be honest with ourselves. So here's the first question. There are many patterns of focus. Let's say just that first decision alone. If we just change the pattern we focus, your whole life will change. It's literally that simple. Because focus equals feeling, meaning, meaning equals feeling, feeling determines what you do. What you do determines your results in your life. So let's start with upstream and focus, okay? What do you tend to focus on more? We both, we all focus on both these areas, but where do you focus more? Do you focus more on what you have or what's missing? Honest answer. Do you focus more on what you have or more on what's missing from your life? Raise your hand if you focus more on what's missing. Raise your hand nice and high. Keep your hands up and I want you to look around the room. It's about 95% of the room that focus on what's missing. Now let's just you and I for a moment, let's use our brain power to think about something that's been automated in you. If you're constantly focusing on what's missing, no matter how much you succeed, you will never be fulfilled. How many can see this? Because no matter how great it is, if you focus on what's missing, you feel a sense of loss, you feel a sense of lack. There's lots of research, they'll take monkeys and they'll give them an apple. And the monkey is so excited to have this apple because it's like it's the jackpot for the monkey. And then they just try an experiment where they go to another monkey and they give him two apples. And he's out of his board excited about his two apples. 
And then they take one apple away, and he's totally depressed. The other monkey who only had one apple to start with, he's out of his mind. But the fact he had two now has one, now he's pissed. How many follow the target about here? Is this not our lives? So if you and I are going to be fulfilled, we have to focus on what we have, not what's Where missing, and don't get me wrong. Taking a moment to notice what's missing, putting a plan together to create your new goals, that's different. But when you're primarily focused on what's missing, it makes you feel empty. And then now, when you're not trying to make a real estate deal, you're trying to make something happen, and you approach the seller, there's something in you that lacks, and they can feel it. And when they feel that lack of certainty, it makes them not trust to do business with you. And if you're really new, you already feel a little insecure because you're new at it, right? You don't have the certainty yet. It'll bleed through, and then you don't get results, and you go, shit, this doesn't work. It's not that it doesn't work, it's you're doing it from the wrong place. How many followers say, ah? So I'm going to make sure you succeed in whatever system you apply. All these people that are here have systems that work. And I'm sure you're going to gravitate towards some of them or mix a few of them together for yourself. But what's going to matter is what do you focus on? You've got to start. You can't build on failure. You can only build on success. So you've got to start with, what do I really have and build that up? Because if you don't, there's always a lack. How many follow? Say, ah. Aye. Now, having said that, here's another pattern. Do you tend to focus more on what you can't control, like the things outside your control, or what you can control? And you'll notice there'll be a different pattern in this room. How many tend to focus on what you can't control? How many tend to focus on what you can control? And if you look around, keep your hands up. If you look around the room, this is a control-oriented audience. In fact, how many of you came to the seminar today because you want to learn how to take control of some other aspect of your life? You switch your hands. Right? That's why I want you to keep it. And I get it. That's, I spent my whole life on how to take control of all these areas. Right? So in this room, the majority of people focus on what they can control. So what most of you do is you have a split focus. Part of you makes you feel not enough and uncertain, and part of you is like, I'm going to focus on how to change that. So it's a healthy approach, but it starts in a deficit. You start with focusing what's missing. Make sure you have to get it. You see that pattern. Okay? So, by the way, if you have both these patterns, what do you think happens? There are some people in this room who focus on what's missing all the time and what they can't control. Now, they don't usually come to a seminar like this and usually get dragged by somebody else. So they're like, what the hell is the seminar going to do? Some guy talking and shit. That's not going to change anything. Right? That's the mindset. I understand that the thing that controls your life, in case you haven't noticed, what controls your life the most are invisible forces. Radiation makes or breaks your life every day. Gravity makes or breaks your life every day. Love and hate, they shape your life more, and they're invisible. The most powerful things in your whole life are here and here. And what's going on is invisible to most of us. But if we take control of these things, our whole life will change. Well, watch this. Let's do a third pattern, and I'll show you again. Do you tend, we all focus on all three of these areas. But where do you put more of your focus? In the past? On the present? Or in the future? Present. And before you raise your hand, I'm going to tell you that the third one of the majority of this room, let's see if it's true. Past. Raise your hand if that's your primary focus. Present. Future. Look around the room. What is the domination of the future in this room? Present pretty strong too, but future strong. Why? Because when you're achieving, what you're always trying to do. You're trying to create a better future. But if you want to achieve, you anticipate the future. If you want to be fulfilled, you got to be focused on the present. So to do a shift between both of these, present and future, gives you power. If you live in the past, but you can't change, unless you're only thinking about religion, which most people don't, it doesn't usually empower you. How many followers say I?
So watch this. What do you think happens to a person, good human being? It has nothing to do with the person, just think of it as software. If you took the human brain and art and you put it in software where you're always focused on what's missing and what you can't control and the past, tell me what that person's going to feel day to day. What emotions are they going to feel? Frustrated? Angry? Sad? Fearful? What else? Come on. Depressed? I'll prove it to you. Watch this. Watch this. How many of you in this room know someone who takes antidepressants for depression and they're still freaking depressed? <laughs> Keep your hands up nice and high if you know someone who takes antidepressants and they're still depressed. It's about 85% of the room and some people are just too tired to raise their freaking hand. So think about this for a moment. get you suicidal. Right. And by the way, it doesn't work because all it does is make you numb. But when you're numb and you still focus on what's missing and what you can't control, you will be angry, sad, and depressed. It's just a perfect formula. Raise your hand if you follow this. Say, I. I don't care how many drugs you give the person, it's not going to solve it. So you and I don't need the drugs. What we need to do is learn how to change our focus and our emotion with the meaning so we change the emotion and our actions. And I'm going to show you multiple ways to do that very quickly and very easily. Come and follow. So now, if you understand this, you can take control of anything. But what controls what you focus on first is your energy level. So if your energy's low, and by the way, you guys have been here all day, have multiple speakers, it's late in the afternoon, this is where your energy will drop. But we can't afford to let it drop because we don't get the value out of this. So let's make sure we crank that energy again in your chair right now. Look at the people on the Yeah. If you get in a nice thing, 
So one thing is when we're doing really nice guy, but he's so frustrated, usually he says to the girl to this, he's like, hey, what, what am I doing to see if I need to pump up? She said, he's not a positive guy, he's not, he's not a motivator, he's not, he's never been. He's a strategist. He will figure out what you did at your best, he'll show you what it is, and you'll be able to do it again. Because you try anything else, nothing's working, why don't you try it? It's fine. So he comes to my house, I'll never forget. I go up to the front door, he shakes my hand, he says, where do I sit? And she literally goes, looks at me and goes, do your shit. <laughs> I said, excuse me? He said, I do your shit. I said, first of all, it's my home and it's not shit. And I said, the attitude could go first. And I'm sorry, I just say, ah. So then he tells me the whole story. His wrist, his dad. He goes on and on and on for about 15 minutes. And he's just ranting without pissed off and frustrated. Him. So I said to him, I said, Andre, have you ever hit a tennis ball perfectly? He went, no. I said, the attitude could go first. Well, of course I have. I said, I know you have. Remember what time? You hit it perfectly. Okay, so now close your eyes and just do a stupid exercise. I want you to see and feel and be there and hit the tennis ball perfectly 10 times in a row. Not practice, perfect practice. I want you to experience it like it's real. So you close his eyes and I can tell you not what you're doing. And I said, look, if you don't do this fully, it's going to be nothing. So he's fine. He starts to focus. And then I can see he's there because his little smile starts to come out. He starts to really experience being in the flow. So after he's done, I said, now did you change your chat? I said, here's my question. Did it feel good? So of course it felt good. I said, here's my question. Did you ever focus on your risk at any time in those 10 swings? He said, no. I said, how in the hell did you ever think that focusing on your risk would get your game back? I said, that's a good point, but what do I do instead? I said, let me show you. And in those days, I'm actually ancient enough, I'm much more ancient than most of you in this room, because I remember a time in which we had a technology that I was proud of, it was called VCRs. <laughs> 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 remember a VCR? What's that? Huh? So I didn't just have a VCR. I was a box. I had a VCR built into the chair. So I pulled it out for the FBI. What did I do? I put it in front of him, and I popped in a VCR from when he wanted Wimbledon. And this is what it looks like. I'm on the stage and see it more clearly. This is what it looks like at Wimbledon when he played the videotape back from again. He walks on court literally like this, like he's prowling, he walks like this. <laughs> and he bounces the ball, poop, 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 poop. He looks at the other guy like this, and then he did something crazy. He took his racket, he put it in the same hand as the ball, and then he looked at the guy like this. And he, in those days, Andre used to wear a baseball cap, and he had this thing called hair. You know, <laughs> long ponytail, you know what I'm talking about, right? Long ponytail, so he does this. He takes the racket, puts his hand forward, he looks at the guy like this, Puts his hand in his ponytail. <laughs> and as he's watching this, he starts grinning the ear to the ear. I said, Do you remember that moment? He goes, I remember that moment so vividly. I said, Dude, look at how you're walking. This is called physiology. You're not walking like trying, you're walking like you own the place. No bullshit. Every ounce of your body is certain. It bounces the ball with certainty. You looked at him. I said, Do you remember what you were focusing on in that moment? He goes, Yeah. I was looking and thinking, Why'd you even show up? Oh. <laughs> and so the serving was in his body, and then he destroyed it. So I said, that's awesome. And by the way, while I was watching this, he's really near to him. I watch this. I take out the videotape, I pop in a new videotape. It's the French Open where he was annihilated, he was destroyed. Here's how he walks on the court. No bullshit, this is what he walks like. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Booker from Three's Company. <laughs> <laughs> 
And if you were to grow that attitude, you were to double the amount of gratitude and thankfulness and appreciation. How would I say that? What about that situation are you grateful for? How does it feel to be truly grateful? How many can feel it right now in your body? I'm curious.
beautiful marriage and three perfect kids. For some of you, that's building a business. For some of you, it's making a billion dollars a year or a billion dollars or a million dollars. For some of you, it's laughing more. For some of you, it's writing great poetry. What creates an extraordinary life is different for every person. There is no right or wrong. And I'm not here to tell you to be like me. I'm here to show you how to get whatever you want. So how many of you want to be great for all your life even though you already have a damn good one? Say, ah, ah. So the fact that you want more is a good sign. That's part of what human beings do. We have to grow. So if you want an extraordinary life, you need to start by defining it. So I'd like you to take out your notebook if you would. Anywhere you want to write this, you can. I want you to answer a couple questions for you. Not so much for me, but for you. And the first question I want you to jot down is, what does extraordinary life look like for you at the next level? I don't mean like where you want to be 20 years from now. I'm saying as big as your life is now, you're going to up it. You're going to take another level immediately, the next three, six, nine months, 12 months max. What would that level look like if you were going to be out of your mind about it? Like, what would you, what would you do differently? What would you change? What would you improve? What would you maximize? Where would you live emotionally? What would your emotional home be? How would it be different? Would it be more joy, or more playfulness, or more passion? What would it be in that area? What would happen in your intimate relationship if it was the way you wanted it to be at the next level? Whatever, however great it is, what's the next level? Not the ultimate level 20 years from now. The next one would excite you. What would you let go of if you were going to have a better life like this? What would you no longer be bothered by? What would you enjoy more of? What would you do? What would you make happen? So I'm going to give you like six minutes and you can write the answer to that question in a few sentences or paragraph ideally. And then the second question is what's preventing you from already making that happen? So you're going to describe what you say you really want at the next level. Well, what's preventing you from already making that happen? What fear? What emotion? What negative belief? Uh, what's the negative limitation, the belief, the emotion, the feeling, or the habit that's getting in the way in the past? Which leads us up to the final question, which is the third question. So what needs to shift? What do you need to do now to change your life for the better? So what's life on your terms look like? That's what the number one does. What's the next level of life on your terms? What next level will you enjoy? What will you change? What will you improve? What will you make happen? What will you let go of? Second question. What prevented you from already doing that? What belief? What emotion? What happened? Third, what needs to shift now to make it happen? You got seven minutes. Sit up in your chair with energy. Write as fast as you can. Here we go. Now,